Hey guys, welcome to What's the Word? We got a really good uh, sh show. We had a really good teaching for you today. Today we're going to be talking about... Can, does God want me blessed? Yes. Is God's blessing for me? Thank me. you. I threw a blank again. Me. Does me. God want me blessed? Me. Does God want you blessed? That's going to be what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm actually really excited about it. It's going to be awesome. Um, but I just wanted to point out what Serena said in the comments. She said, Marky is taking over the jingles when Barry isn't there, <laughs> which is actually true. Yes, it, it is. is. Really? That's why it yeah. happened right there. Um, we miss oh, you, Barrett. Also, fun fact, my chair is very wobbly. So if you see me just throughout the broadcast, like shifting, like tremendously. Or, you know, like falling. Or falling. <laughs> if you see me fall off, um, just ignore it. Just keep going. Pretend like it didn't happen. Everything's fine. I'll just probably be on the floor, but I'll be fine. It's okay. Be good. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just ignore be, it. We'll yeah. just pretend like it's always been. Yeah. 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 <laughs> fell out. <laughs> All right, well, guys, um, today we've kind of been going through a little bit of a, we've kind of been talking a lot about just um, what's God's will concerning finances, what's right. God's will, does God want us poor, we, that's what we talked about yesterday, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is does God want us poor, and we, we actually talked about how God actually has a desire for us to be blessed, because if we're blessed, we're actually empowered by God Amen. to fulfill what He's called us to fulfill and to expand His kingdom. Yeah. And uh, and yesterday was actually a really good broadcast. I mean, we yeah. and we we actually started talking about um, different keys to experiencing financial increase, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, and we were talking about one of the keys was um, uh, king, having a kingdom first mentality, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Um, you know, seek first the kingdom of God, Jesus said in Matthew six twenty two. You know, yep. seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Right. Then you have tithing, which we started talking about in uh, Malachi three. Mm -hmm. You know, where He says, you know, when you bring the tithe, see if I will not pour out a blessing on you so great you can't handle it. Right. And then we start talking about sowing and reaping. You know, where the Bible says, give and it'll be given to you. Right. He sows uh, bountifully, reaps bountifully. Right. You know, and we started talking about that. And today, you know, we're going to kind of take it and we're probably going to get more deep in it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, th like what we're going to be talking about today goes a lot, ju just a, a lot deeper than than prosperity and a lot deeper than financial blessings. But this actually breeds out into every aspect of our lives. Yes. You know, what, what are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about I'll just give them to you right now. The, the next three keys that we'll, we'll be talking about today is we're going to be talking about fellowship with the Father. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about love, and we're going to be talking about contentment. Mm -hmm. Like these are these are these are three things that whenever we think about the the topic of finances and prosperity and stuff like that, we don't usually think about these things. No. You know these aren't these aren't like the first things that our brain goes to right. when we think about it. But the like I'm thinking like these are like the hidden keys. You know, yeah. if we want to the blessing of God to be on us, we have to understand these aspects first. Yeah. You know, as we understand these aspects, then everything kind of falls into play, mm -hmm. right? Yes, I I would say that these three things are what the devil really wants to combat in our life the mm -hmm. most. Yeah. That yeah. he wants to keep us from love, he wants to keep us from contentment, um, and and he wants to keep us out of fellowship with the Lord. Those yeah. three areas, if if we can get our our heart and spirit in the right place in these areas, then the word starts to come alive by faith, yeah. and it changes 
everything about our our perspective on this. Yeah. Um, there, these are things that are a little bit sneaky in a way where you don't realize maybe that you don't you think this way. But yeah. I, there are going to be a few things we talk about today that are going to be maybe in contrast to the way you think. Yeah. The contra a contrast to the way that you've believed in the past. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I, I know already this morning we were talking about uh, one of these aspects that literally kind of brought tears to me because it's one of those areas where I, I kind of miss it yeah. and I need, to, I need to put this word in me. So um, stick with us. We'll get there. It's yeah. going to be powerful and uh, it, it'll change your life. Yeah. It will. Yeah. yeah. And, and can, I, can I just say something that might like confuse some people? Because I like doing that. Yeah, it, okay. that, it's happened before. Yeah, it's, it's, so, we can... it's so much fun. So, again, we've been talking about uh, prosperity. We've been talking yeah. about financial blessing and stuff like that. Did you realize that prosperity is not a promise of God? Okay, now that is confusing a little <laughs> yep. bit to me because so, it's kind of tied into promises. Well, yeah. So, here, here's the reality. Um, hmm. I said it'll be confusing. Now, let me clarify. Okay. All right. Prosperity is always, when you read scripture, it's connected to covenant. Yeah. Right? Oh, true. Yes. So, it, yes. so and the promise is attached to the covenant, yes. Yes. But, it, but it's actually hooked up to mm. the covenant with God. You look in Deuteronomy mm. chapter 8, or Deuteronomy 28. If you diligently if obey. you, yes. If. Mm -hmm. That's Ooh, covenant. Covenant. Yes. See, this is what covenant is. And the, see, so this is why we can't just sit here and be like, I believe that I'm going to be a millionaire because the Bible says so. Or I, we can't say, I believe that I'm rich just because the Bible says so. True. The, the Bible says so uh, for those who attach themselves to the covenant of God. Yes. Deuteronomy 28 says, if you diligently obey, that, that's a covenant. That yes. means I have a part to play. When I do mm -hmm. my part, then God is faithful to do his part. Amen. And so, so you know, if we, if we just say, oh, well, mm. it's a promise, so it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We're kind of missing a big piece of it. Yes, that's actually something that the Lord showed Bishop Boya, Bishop Boyadipo, mm -hmm. was that he was believing God, and God actually stopped him. He said, "No, you need to understand that my prosperity is a covenant. It's mm -hmm. not just a promise." Mm -hmm. See, the prom again, the promise is attached to the covenant, mm -hmm. but we, but this is why we're going into these keys. Mm -hmm. You know, we can t talk around the subject for so long, yeah. but if we don't actually learn how to unlock it through the Word we'll never actually be able to access it. True. And so, huh. and so that's why this is an important thing. Do, do, you, do you believe I'm not a heretic anymore? I'm just kidding. I don't think yeah. you believe it. But, no. but it makes sense now, right? I was willing to give you the benefit of the doubt there yeah. for a minute because, you know, <laughs> I, you know the words. So I was yeah. going to, okay, somewhere in there, I know he's going to help me understand yeah. this. And that is true. It, mm -hmm. It's not a conditionless gift yeah. in a sense. The, the word does make it clear in a lot of yeah. ways that, if you'll follow my statutes, if you'll do as I've put before you, if you'll yeah. put this in your heart, then. Mm -hmm. And it's not just a gimme, gimme, gimme kind of thing. Yeah. How would you, so if someone's never studied covenant, how would you explain covenant to somebody? Mm -hmm. So marriage, you know, what, what is marriage? Um, like when I, when I became married with my wife, we entered into a covenant with each other mm -hmm. where I made a vow, I will do my part. You know, and she made the same vow 
that she will do her part. Right. And as we do our parts, as we fulfill our parts of the covenant, our marriage is going to be blessed. Amen. If I choose to step outside of that, outside of that relationship and outside of that, that covenant, and I just kind of go out and do my own thing and forget about my wife and, you know, all those things. And then I'm sitting there wondering, why, why doesn't my wife show all this love to me? Why doesn't she do all this? You know, <laughs> I, like, and blame her for yeah. my decision. Like, it makes ah, no sense. Do we do that See, with God sometimes? Uh, oh, yes. no. <laughs> hmm. so, so here's the thing. See, covenant is a relationship. It's, it, and we're going to be talking about this a little bit today, just mm -hmm. uh, even about love and about fellowship with the Father. When we, when we make Jesus our Lord, we're not just saying, Jesus, you're my Savior. Thank you. Now save me from all my issues. We're saying, no, Jesus, I'm entering into a covenant with you. Hmm. So, and, and that's what lordship means. That's yeah. what Lord is. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. Yeah. You know? and, and, so, and so if we hmm. truly love him, we will have a desire to enter into that covenantal relationship with him where a covenant is mutually beneficial. Yes. Yeah. Look, Kevin said covenant to become one. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, it's like that in marriage. It's like that in our relationship with Christ, right? Because yeah. he's the head, we're the body, we're, we're, we become one. Mm -hmm. My head is not separate from my body. Right. I don't say, hey, this is buddy, this is finger, this is big toe. <clears throat> like, no, this is all me. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and, and that's how our relationship is with Christ. It, we both have a part to play, and it's a mutually benef we mutually benefit one another. But yes. if I step out of that covenant on my own or step out of fellowship on my own, all of a sudden I don't have access to the one who provides the blessing. Mm hmm and, and that, that's kind of how covenant works, right? right? Or do you have more to add yeah. to that? Well, I was just going to say, even even um, comparing it to a marriage, mm. nowadays, though, even that's that true. is um, a little bit interesting for us to comprehend with the culture that we're in. Mm -hmm. Even marriage isn't yeah. something that lasts long term for yeah. so many. Yeah, that's true. Um, so if we're trying to understand covenant, we're trying to understand it's like a marriage, we have to keep in mind uh, it's it's a biblical marriage yeah. that never right. ends. True. The love, the connection never ends. No one ever leaves the relationship. Yeah, that's good. Well, mm. it, it makes me think of, you know, and we can just start <clears throat> talking about love, you know, with yeah. that. Because, yeah. you know, the, the definition of love, and put this in the comments, it's a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. Mm -hmm. Love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. And that's kind of covenant right there. It's a choice. I'm choosing to enter into a covenant. Commitment, I'm committed to it. I'm committed to this relationship. What am I committed to? Unconditional giving. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter what my situation is. It doesn't matter what things look like. I'm going to be giving into this, this relationship. And mm -hmm. it's at the leading of God. That's what love is. It's a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at the leading of God. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. We were talking a little bit earlier about God's love for us. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the things, as I mentioned a little earlier, about it not feeling like I really got one of these things was that God loves me so much that he wants to bless me and not just a, a bless me so I can bless somebody else. Mm -hmm. Why don't you share some of that? Because that was it was powerful. So basically, uh, on the topic of finances and everything, um, on the topic of God blessing us, God prospering us, there's a very real biblical yeah. um, doctrine of you 
as you are blessed, you give. Mm -hmm. As God blesses you, you bless others. Mm -hmm. And um, the religion attacks uh, blessing in any form. Religion uh, will fight that. Religion will fight you having anything. Mm. So a lot of times what people will say is, well, they'll, they'll start to get to the place where they're comfortable with having blessings, mm -hmm. but it, it, then religion will come in and say, you can only have blessings if you're giving it all away. Mm. And so there's the religion coming in again and saying, okay, you, you, I will allow you to be blessed, mm -hmm. but you can't be blessed for yourself. You can only be blessed for the world or for other people. Mm. And the thing is, is, um, I was listening to a broadcast today by Jonathan Shuttlesworth that what came out a couple of years ago, and he was talking about um, how much God loves us. And he was, he was giving an example that when he blesses his daughter, he doesn't bless his daughter solely for her to give it to all of her friends. He doesn't say, hey, I'm going to make pancakes, but you can't have the pancakes. You can look at the pancakes. The pancakes can stay in your hands as you give it away, but you can't eat the pancakes. The pancakes aren't for you. They're for your friends. Mm. When he makes, or his wife makes his daughter pancakes, they're for her. Like the Bible says, he gives seed to the sower and bread for eating. Mm -hmm. Not everything that God places in our hand is for us to eat, but not everything for, that he places in our hand is seed either. Mm -hmm. He gives to us also for us to eat for us to eat the bread, for us to enjoy. And religion will attack that and say, yep. no, you're not allowed to be blessed for you. Mm. You're only allowed to be blessed for other people. God doesn't want to bless you for you. That's selfish. Mm. That's um, thinking too highly of yourself. Yeah. But just like a parent, God, as our father, wants mm -hmm. to bless us yeah. first yeah. because he loves us. Mm -hmm. He gave, he gives to us because he loves us. Mm -hmm. Not, not, we're not just a conduit. We're not just a worker for God or we're not just an employee of, okay, mm -hmm. God gives me things and then I immediately give it away and I can't keep it. Mm -hmm. But I have fallen into that trap a lot. And the reason yeah. why I'm like so passionate about it is because I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've experienced that. Mm -hmm. I've literally been given things and like, I, I mean, I want to sow in offerings and stuff. I want to give to people. And I've literally gotten things before mm -hmm. and not wanted to keep it. And only I've given it away because I thought, God's not giving this for me. He's giving, he's give, like once I got a watch and I, I got it. And I, I thought to myself, I can't keep this watch because I need to give it away. God would give this to me so I can give it away, but he wouldn't. Mm. There's no way that I can keep this watch for me. I can't, I, I can't do that. So I literally gave the watch away. And, you know, so often people are like, when they get things, it's like, no, I want to hold on to it. And I've had those moments too. Yeah. But a ditch for me has actually been, I can't keep it because yeah. I don't deserve to keep it. Or I'm not, God, I'm not worthy to keep yeah. it. Or God doesn't think, God, God loves me, but you know, I need to let God use me and I, I, I can't hold on to stuff. I can't keep it. I, I have an example of this. This is not me, but a, um, a minister that I, that had taught me at a time, we went through a, um, a short training thing with him. His name's Jonathan David Helzer and he's a songwriter oh, yeah, I know. and he's, he wrote, I raise a hallelujah. Mm -hmm. that, that's his song. Um, 
he shared one one time we were doing this creative workshop and he shared that he at one point in his worship time with the Lord the Lord gave him this beautiful song beautiful song he said it was the most beautiful song I had ever penned or wrote or sang in my life and what he said was the Lord told him at that time when he gave him that song he said that song's for you and me you're not going to publish that song that's not going out to the rest of the world that's just for you and me and I thought the man who wrote that that song I raise a hallelujah that's all over the world at this point has a song that he considered even better that the Lord considered just between him and and uh, Jonathan David Helser which I thought that's powerful that is God reserving a a intimacy with Mm -hmm. with a man that is, is so, for me, that was foreign to even understand that. It's like, well, why would I hold that back? Yeah. But it was a gift from God to him, for him, mm-hmm. for him and the Lord alone. And it wasn't supposed to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And that just, for me, that was foreign. But it's, it's just a picture of the love of God. Yeah, you see the love of God in that. You see, mm-hmm. you, you read the Bible, you see the love of God all up in that. Thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what this book is about: is God showing His love to mankind. Yeah. Um, when you were just sharing, you know, the scripture that came to me was when Jesus said in in Matthew seven uh, nine through eleven, He says, "Or what man is there among you who, when his son asks for a loaf, will give him a stone? Mm-hmm. Or if he asks for a fish, will he not give him a snake? Will he?" No, he says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Mm. He's literally saying, you know, like a father and his child. A father wants to bless his child. Like, like I don't have kids, so I can't relate to that, but I can relate to me and my wife. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to bless my wife. I can't imagine if I gave my wife a really nice diamond ring and then she took it and said, I'm not worthy of this. I'm going to give it to someone else. Yeah, wow. just gave like, it away. What? <laughs> what? What? But, but what? at the same time, every Valentine's Day, I give my wife a bunch of roses and I, and I give that to her specifically so she can hand it out. You know, oh, and, and wow. that, and I know that huh. that blesses her. Okay. You know, and, and as she's handing it out to people, it's blessing people. So like, there's two sides to it. He yeah. he gives seed for you to sow, yes. and he gives right. bread for you to enjoy. Wow. And we talked about the scripture yesterday in First Timothy six, where Paul says to Timothy, he says, you know, talking about those who are rich, he says, to instruct those who are rich not to put their trust in the riches, but in God who gives us freely yes. all things to en- enjoy. Yes. Mm. He, God wants us to enjoy things. Yeah. He wants to give us blessings so that we can enjoy. We yeah. talked about it uh, the last couple of days, you know, that God delights in the prosperity of His servants. Yes. God wants us to prosper. He wants yeah. the blessing to be on us. Why? Because He loves us. Yeah. And, and and Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter three that we should be rooted, Ephesians three seventeen, mm-hmm. that we should be rooted and established in love, mm-hmm. in love, in love. When we're rooted and established in love, we're actually in and not in our own love, but in God's love. Yeah. When we are root, when we root ourselves in the love of God, we begin to actually see Him in a whole different way. Like, he's not a withholder of good things. The Bible says he withholds no good things from those who walk uprightly. 
God's not up in heaven withholding things from us. God's up in heaven giving good things to us. Yes. Every, James uh, 1, every good and perfect gift comes from above, mm -hmm. yeah. coming down from the Father of heavenly lights. God is the one who gives good things. Mm -hmm. He's a giver of good things. He's not a withholder of good things. True. That's where all of humanity fell into sin was when one stupid serpent convinced Eve that God was withholding something good from her. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, if you actually eat that, God, you'll be like God. He, he's convincing her that she's missing out yeah, on something, that God's, that God's withholding back. something from her. Yes. When literally God just gave them everything. Mm. Hey, yeah. look at this whole world. I'm giving it to you. Just don't eat from this tree. Yeah. <laughs> but everything else is yours. Yeah. It's like and, Romans 8, 32. Mm -hmm. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him over for us all, how will he not also with him freely give us all, all, things. all things? things? If yeah. he would give mm. Jesus, mm -hmm. why would he not give us a car? Or yeah. <laughs> give us yeah, tangible things. Give, totally. us a, uh, Provide. give us a nice shirt that we like. <laughs> like literally yeah. even that or a watch. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. when I got a watch and I'm like, can't keep it. <laughs> yeah. So I can't keep a watch, but, but you know, God would give me Jesus, but not a watch. Yeah. Like how, mm. how much less valuable is that? You know, it's like if I gave someone a million dollars because I just loved them. Let's say if I had a million dollars and I gave someone a million dollars just because I loved them. I was being led, but I, like if I give you a million dollars, is there anything that I wouldn't be willing to give you? Pretty much that, that, Proves a lot to me. Yeah. yeah. If you gave me a million and then I asked for uh, $20. Yeah, really? <laughs> like, like, we're, like we're out to eat like with a bunch of friends or something like that. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, I just forgot my wallet. Oh, yeah, I gave you a million dollars the other day. I'm not going to give you any more than that. No. Like, no. I, no, yeah. That, I feel like that. the million would have proved, you know. Yeah. So, so, like, but we see, but when we look at God, he gave Jesus. And I, I think there's something in us that makes us feel unworthy. You know, like, oh, well, he gave Jesus. That was a lot. You know, now I just need to spend the rest of my life. Obviously, now we give our lives to him. But, like, mm. we have this feeling, like, he gave Jesus. So, so I, I, how dare I ask for anything more? Like guilt. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like, the enemy wants to guilt us and make us feel bad for being blessed. When God himself yeah, I'm said... I'm sitting here feeling guilty about things, you know. Right? Like, oh. But God himself said he delights when we prosper. Amen. In, in, in 3 John 1, 2, he said, Beloved, I pray above all things yes. that you prosper yeah. and yes. be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So we, mm. like, like Buddy said, we don't have, neither of us have kids. You're, you have Serena, but you don't have a mm. kid. You have kids. I have children, So yes. if you, honestly, if you'll go back to like when, especially when they were little kids, everything's all like warm and fuzzy when okay. they were little kids. If you go back to little kids, <laughs> And go back to something where you gave them something, whether it was like a gift or like a birthday party or whatever. In that moment, if you gave one of your kids something and they were happy, mm -hmm. who do you think was more happy, them or you, about them receiving from you? Oh, well, I, I would say I would get as much from it as they would get. If not with, more. With, without a doubt. But no, and in some cases, and, and I would put this in a perspective of God as my father, um, as, a, as a parent, there, are, there were times where I could give something to one of my children or I could speak something into one of my, my kids' lives that is worth more than they understand it's worth. Mm -hmm. So the joy in me of being able to give them something that I know is 
is very valuable and they might get it on the surface that oh dad gave me this or I have this now they don't even know the fullness of what it is that I gave them mm -hmm. that's kind of the perspective that God has you know what I gave you I gave you all this mm -hmm. and and we're grateful for so much of it that we yeah. take in but there's still, still so much more and he's got so much more to give mm -hmm. that you know we we need to understand his heart for us and recognize that he's so generous that what we might see right now or what we might live in right now, like yeah. your finances and where you are right now, is not the end of what God has for you, but the beginning of what God has for you. Mm -hmm. And and that he, he has given you even more than you can comprehend at the moment, yeah. which is kind of where I'm at. We're talking about all this and it's like, oh, why do I wrestle with this? Why do I wrestle with with believing that God could bless me as much as somebody else and and uh yeah. and, and actually take that in and and put faith on it for just just for me yeah. mm -hmm. and and again it's that that it's a false pride and it's yeah. a yeah. um you know a, a me hanging on to my unworthiness or guilt in a sense you know it's like yeah. well, well wait get that right god god did everything necessary it yeah. is finished yeah. jesus words this is a renewing of my mind. So this, I got to put the word in me that changes the way I think about me to the way God thinks about me. Yeah. And religion says that basically we are a means to an end. Mm -hmm. Basically, religion will say, I'll bless you so that you can win the lost. And that's the only reason. So it's kind of like once you're saved, mm -hmm. well, then now, okay, you have Jesus you don't you don't really need anything else mm -hmm. everything else that you have is for is for the world is mm -hmm. for the lost and mm -hmm. absolutely we should be living mm -hmm. our lives giving to the lost that's yeah. god's heartbeat yeah but god loves you mm -hmm. just as much as he loves the lost mm -hmm. when you become a child he doesn't love you any less yeah. true yeah true. well that reminds me of the verse um that um god what is it? Uh, if you delight yourself in the Lord, yeah. He will give Psalms you the desires. Psalms thirty-seven four. Yeah. Or Proverbs thirty-seven four. Proverbs thirty-seven four. Delight yourself in the I Lord, think that's... and He will no, give that's you the a desires psalm, isn't it? of your heart. Well, it's, a, a it's in the Bible. That's a psalm, I think. It's psalm in the Bible. Thirty-seven four. You know. Sorry. <laughs> are you looking it up? No, that's. Okay. I think it's Psalm thirty-seven four. It is. Really? Okay. It's cool. a psalm, not a proverb. Sweet. Psalm thirty-seven four, maybe. It is. <laughs> Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And I, I noticed, you know, and, and there, there's validity to this, because as you, as you enter into that fellowship with the Father, and we can kind of transition now into fellowship, mm -hmm. you know, because we talked about love. That's yeah. the fourth key. Fellowship with the Father is, is the one we'll be talking about now. But as you enter into that fellowship with Jesus, and when you enter into that fellowship with your Heavenly Father, your thinking changes, your desires change, and that's true. Um, but when you read that scripture, it says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, he'll give you the desires of your heart. And that word delight is like a wife delighting her husband, mm -hmm. you know, in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, and as she delights her husband, her husband has a desire to meet her desires mm -hmm. and to bless her desires. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so and so when 
when we are delighting ourselves in the Lord, when we're entering into fellowship with Him, communicating mm -hmm. with Him, praying, and just doing, following His commands, because like Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if we're doing that, we're delighting in Him. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. So faith pleases Him. Yes. Faith delights in Him. As we're doing these things, God mm -hmm. has a desire to bless us. And He has a desire to give us what we desire. Yes. You know, even Jesus said uh, several times, you know, when you ask anything in my name or he, he says, uh, ask whatever you wish, you know, ask whatever you desire yes. and it'll be done for you. Yes. You know, and so and mm. obviously we're not asking outside of God's will. We're not asking, you know, whatever. Uh, Serena says there isn't a Proverbs 37. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> that's right. A, that's a valid point. Oh, yes. 31. <laughs> 31. Thank you. Um, Psalms. But, but when, we, when we are actively serving Him, because He loves us, He mm -hmm. just wants to bless us. Yeah. Amen. Not just, it, it doesn't mm -hmm. say, delight yourself in the Lord and He will meet your needs. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. Or He'll give you something so you can give it away. Yeah. yeah. Delight yourself in the Lord and He'll, he'll use you. Yeah, and I know this, say that. Like, this is a very small thing, but I remember there was one day I was sitting down and I was just thinking, man, I would just really like a soda right now. Just really random. I just thought that. And then literally like five seconds later, um, uh, this was at my old church. One of my youth leaders just comes up and puts a Mountain Dew right in front of me. and says, that's for you, Pastor. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Like, you're so good. It was such a small and thing. And it was a Mountain Dew. I, I mean, know. really. It was such a small thing, but it was such a small thing. But, but like right in that moment, though, I could yeah. just sense the Lord was delighted in me. Amen. You know? Amen. That's and, awesome. And, and that's how God wants us to operate yeah. he wants us to know i love you mm. i love you i care for you i'm a good father who i mean the, i mean going back to mm. you and your kids you know mm. i know you mentioned you know you probably had this a similar thing but the bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive that's yeah. what god says yeah you know and, and there is a greater blessing in in giving someone something than there actually is in receiving something Hmm. That, that we don't even rec recognize. It, our flesh might prefer to receive, but our spirit prefers to give. Hmm. And, and so, and why? Because that's who God is in his nature. Yeah. He is a giver. For God yeah. so loved the world, he gave. We're being like him. Yeah. When we're generous, when we're giving. Exactly. Hmm. And, and, this, th and this all stems from fellowship. Yeah. Um, if, if, I, I want to actually bring up uh, one verse, and then we're going to move on to... Contentment. Uh, Wait, no. Fellowship? Yeah. Well, in fellowship, what's the, what's the first verse that I have for fellowship? Uh, John 15. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I, I want to read you guys real quick. Jeremiah 9, mm -hmm. 23. Mm -hmm. This is what uh, God, the Lord says. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast of his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not the rich man boast of his riches. But let him who boasts, boasts of this that he understands and knows me. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Amen. Like he's saying, he's saying, if you're rich, don't boast in that. Boast in the fact, in the reality mm -hmm. that you know me. Amen. Because when you know me, that's where all that stuff comes from. You know, it's in him because he's the one who gives every good and perfect gift. He's Amen. the one, uh, the blessing of the Lord makes a man rich and he adds no sorrow into it. It's from him yeah. that we get the desires of our hearts. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. All of it is from him, from Amen. that fellowship, pouring out of that fellowship. So Amen. let's focus on, heck, I know God. I have all the Amen. riches I need. Amen. Because 
What 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 did uh, God? What did Jesus share in the parable of the the prodigal son? He said to the older son, "Don't you know that all that I have is yours?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who's he revealing the heart of the father? Amen. Don't you know that all that I have is yours? You mean all the silver and all the gold? Like, why do we worry about things? <laughs> That's like a question that I ask myself. <laughs> like, why are you worried about this? Why are you worried about like, this? Like, if all that he has need is mine, if I have an inheritance, why am I worried? That's what Jesus is saying in like Matthew 6. Why are you worried about food? Yeah, or true. clothes? <laughs> yes. Or shelter? Are, and this is literally what Jesus said in, in Matthew 6. Are you not more valuable than the birds who don't worry about food? Are you not more valuable than the mm. grass? <laughs> like, like, what value is grass? And he's saying, but the grass is more cl- is clothed. The grass isn't worried. You know, like, are you not of much more valuable value than they? So don't worry about these things. The heathen worry about this. No, just delight yourself in the Lord. Yeah. Seek first the kingdom, and all these things will be added unto you. I love watching you right now because I can I can see like how much you're receiving from it, which is awesome. We all it's need to be. It's uncomfortable, but yes, I hear you. <laughs> we all need to be oh, tender, tender-hearted. To it needs to take root in me, so it changes it, how I think. So we it needs to take root. Talk about take. Okay, we were talking about being rooted in love, and we're going into John 15. I am the vine. You know, Jesus talking about that. Yeah. Go ahead and go there, so you can. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm going to get stuck here if otherwise. Are you there? I'm not. I mm-hmm. am. You're there. Cool. You're there too. No, yes. I'm in First Corinthians. Oh, oh you're you? there. Who wants to read? Okay, I'll read. So, <laughs> all right. So, Jesus is trying to trying to explain relational understanding here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, He prunes it so it may bear more fruit. Um, you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken over you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself mm-hmm. unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. Yeah. I am the vine, you are the branches, he who abides in me, and I in him, he bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jesus is trying to say straight up, either you know me or you don't, if you do, then this is what's going to be in your life. If you don't, this is what's going to be in your life. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about is, is being able to receive what the Word says about us. Yeah. And Jesus is making it really clear that we need to be connected with Him mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. This is that covenant part that our responsibility is to abide in Him, to be with Him and know Him. Know Him. Yeah. Not just know about Him, but know Him. Yeah. Uh, which for some people is difficult to let God in or, or mm-hmm. realize that God wants to have a personal, yeah. intimate, loving relationship with you. Yeah. You, not your brother, your sister, your mother, your you know, friend, you. Yeah. Every single one of us, which is part of what we were talking about before, the blessing being to me. Mm-hmm. Does God love me? Does God want to bless me? Mm-hmm. Yes. But it, part of it is our responsibility, mm-hmm. abiding in Him. And I know you had a bunch on this, so I'm going to let you go ahead and talk. But for me, this one, mm-hmm. abiding in Him and living, yeah. living a life that is in Jesus and, and trusting Him and believing His Word and, and applying faith to what He says, that, that is allowing Him to be Lord of my life, yeah. Lord over me. Mm-hmm. 
it's one thing to have a Savior, it's another thing to have a Lord. Yeah. And that's the, the difference. Whether I mean, Jesus is the Savior. Mm -hmm. Is yeah. He your Lord? Yeah. Do you let Him be your Lord? Does yeah. He lead you? Yeah. Do you hear what He says and obey? Yeah. Does what He says take root in you and change your life? So that, that is the us responsibility of this side of the covenant. Yeah. So. yeah. And one of the things that Jesus is saying in this passage is he's saying, if you're abiding in me, mm -hmm. if you're actively in fellowship with the Father, you'll produce. Mm -hmm. You'll produce fruit. That like there, You cannot be attached to Jesus himself and not produce. Right. Like, that's powerful. Yes. And, and you know, uh, if I, so whatever I attach to the vine, which the parts of my life that I attach to the vine, which is supposed to be all, mm -hmm. but, you know, when I attach parts of my life to the vine, it becomes fruitful. Right. It naturally, and just, it, it just naturally becomes fruitful because God is fruitful. Right. That's who he is. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, as we are connected to him, you see that in, in Isaac, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, Isaac wasn't just a very lucky person. Right. He was connected with the Father. Yes. So he would dig a hole, and there would be water in it. He did, yep. and the, over and yeah, over again. Over and over again. Then the Philistines come, no, this is our well. What are you <laughs> doing here? And he's like, fine. Yep. Like, he's not, he's not going to be possessive over this one. Right. Because the blessing of the Lord's not on that specific spot. Right. The blessing of the Lord's on him. Right. So he moves on, digs another hole, there's water. There, he's, got, he's got water. Yes. And then the Philistines come again. That's our well. What are you doing? Fine. The blessing of the Lord's on him. Yeah. Why? Because he's abiding in right. the Father. Which was what we talked about yesterday. Our mm -hmm. supply, our source. Yeah. He's our source. Right. Yeah. Moves on, digs another hole. There's, a, there's more water. Everywhere he goes, there's water. And eventually he got to one of the Philistines where like, this is mine. And he's, and he's like, praise God. I'm going to name this one like hmm. no quarrel. I don't remember what he named it. Because they didn't have to fight over it. And the blessing was on him. It, the blessing wasn't on the land. The blessing wasn't, it was on him because he had fellowship. That's why, again, mm -hmm. why God said to, in Jeremiah, don't boast in all these different things. Don't boast that you have water in your well. Boast that you, the blessing of me is on you. Yeah, that you know me. Yeah, and, and it's in that fellowship. How would you, so for someone who is, has come from, re, or really anyone mm -hmm. needing to distinguish this, I feel like it's easy to, to think, okay, I, I am saved. I have a relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. How would you distinguish um, Him being your Savior and everything versus fellowship, versus yeah. abiding in Him, the difference in that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, the, recognize, and this is actually a good point. Um, thank you for bringing it up. It, like, there's a difference mm -hmm. between relationship and fellowship. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can say, I have a relationship with Jesus, like, he's my Lord, but do they have fellowship with him? So it's like, mm -hmm. like, talk about a father and a son. You yeah. know, on, the, on my spiritual birth certificate, I, it says, Jesus is my Lord. You know, God is my father because I am saved. I mm -hmm. gave my life to Christ. On my spiritual birth certificate, God is my father. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, you know, but that doesn't mean that I have fellowship with him if I'm off doing my own thing, you know, living my own life. Yes. What I need to do is I need to actually commune with him, talk with him, you know, pray, seek his face, have fellowship with him, pray in the spirit. You know, um, actually, the Bible says when we're saved, uh, it says in Romans, 
we have a spirit of adoption that comes into us yes. by which we cry out, Abba, Abba Father, Father. Yeah. right? Daddy. Where there, the, what happened is in my spirit, all of a sudden I am hmm. connected with the Father. Hmm. There's a connection in my spirit with the Father. But I have to choose whether I'm going to abide in that connection or not. Right. You know, but how? Uh, the Bible says, you know, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing and mm -hmm. everything give thanks. Mm -hmm. You know, so as I'm going on throughout my day, I'm choosing. It's not, okay, so this is, this is fun. This, but this is what I've done, I, I had done for so much of my life is in the morning, I would connect with him. Mm -hmm. Pull out my Bible, I, I'd read maybe a chapter or so, I'd pray a little bit, and then I'd disconnect and then I'd live my uh, life. And go do your life. And then mm -hmm. the next morning, all right, let's, let's, let's fellowship. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I go throughout my life, you know, that, and that's kind of what we've been taught. You got to do your devotions. You got to pray, you know, read your Bible, pray every day and you'll grow, grow, grow. You know that song? <laughs> no. No? You don't know that song? No. Okay, whatever. Um, I like it though. It's yeah, nice. I like it too. Um, but w it, it goes back to the heart, you Amen. know, that we were talking about, yeah. love. Yeah. As I go throughout my day, am I constantly abiding in him? Yes. Am I constantly, whenever a situation comes up, am, do, do I take a moment to stop and just pray and seek the Lord for wisdom? Yes. You know, am I, as I'm driving, as I'm driving down the road, am I just taking that time to, like, what, what am I doing in that time? I can mm -hmm. fellowship with the Father. I can listen to sermons and just learn more about yeah. Him. I yeah. can, I can pray in the Spirit, you know, all these yes. different things. Am I, it's a constant flow where I'm just in Him. The Bible says, in all your ways acknowledge Him. So like as I'm going throughout my life, Kevin said that's a cute song. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's a fellowship. You know, it's, it's um, I'm always thinking about Him. I'm always yeah. recognizing, because He says He's never going to leave me nor forsake me. So it's not like He's only with me when I'm reading my Bible. Mm -hmm. yeah, but that true. fellowship is I'm just constantly flowing in Him. I'm constantly acknowledging Him. I'm constantly just... Giving him thanks. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Amen. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you are with me. Father, thank you that you're going to help me get out of this situation. Father, thank you that that train's going to go by real quick so I can get home. You know, like different things. Just, But just taking advantage of every opportunity and being thankful, you know, yes. and just giving him thanks. Praying in the Spirit, because when you pray in the Spirit, you give thanks well, yes. you know. Yes. So, and when you pray in the Spirit, you're praying out things that you don't even know you're praying out that you need to pray out, yes. you know. Yeah. And so always abiding in that fellowship rather than just, you know, I, I, I read my Bible today, I'm good, and we just kind of make a checklist. Because mm -hmm. hmm. let's go to Re Revelation. I went all the way to the back of my Bible. <laughs> Pretty much that's where it is. Revelation chapter, yeah, that's true. Revelation chapter 2. Uh, Revelation chapter 2. Uh, let's start at verse 1. Would you like to read that? Revelation 2, verse 1. Yeah. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, The one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands, says this, I know your deeds and your toil and your perseverance, and that you cannot tolerate evil men. And you put to the test those who call themselves apostles, and they are not, and you found them to be false. And you mm -hmm. have persevered and have endured for my name's sake, and you have not grown weary. So, well, right there you see that they're doing a lot of good things. Yeah. They're, they're checking off a lot of really good stuff. Yes. You know, they're persevering. They're not growing weary. They're, they're actually able to discern who's true and false, which is a big thing. Mm -hmm. You know, well, uh, 
you know, in Pastor's Reset series, he says the only key that something's wrong is their toil. Mm -hmm. yep. They're toiling. Yes. And we're redeemed from the curse, which <clears throat> means we're not supposed to be toiling anymore. And, and going back just to the idea of, of, um, of you know, financial increase mm -hmm. and prosperity and stuff like mm -hmm. that, you know, you see actually part of the curse um, you read in Deuteronomy 28, if you do not obey me and keep my commands, these curses will come on you. Part of that is you'll labor and labor and labor yeah. and labor and labor, and it seems like you're not getting anywhere. Yes. You can work, hear this, because you, you might even know this person. You might, you might have experienced this yourself. Mm. You can work three separate jobs and still not get by mm -hmm. yep. because it's not blessed. Yes. Yep. Why? Because you're toiling, you're toiling, and you're toiling. Why? Because something, the toil is a sign that something's missing. Because Jesus said, if you're in me, you know, come to me all who are weary and laden and I'll give you rest. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So in Christ, it's not supposed to be hard and heavy and toil and toil. It's supposed to be easy and light. So, so keep, keep reading. Because mm -hmm. that's a sign that something's missing. And now Jesus is going to share what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's saying all this good that they, that they are doing. But he says in verse 4, but I have this against you that you have left your first love. Mm -hmm. Therefore, remember from where you have fallen and repent and do the deeds you did at first, mm -hmm. or else I am coming to you and will remove your lampstand out of its place unless you repent. Mm -hmm. So you see, there you see a difference between relationship and fellowship. Yep. You know, they're doing all the right things, but they don't actually understand and know him yes they're they're doing 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 they're checking off the boxes but what's missing is their fellowship mm. yeah. and because their fellowship is disconnected their fruit actually is that they, they might be having some fruit but it's the result of toil and toil yeah. and toil yeah. yeah you know we can produce a little bit but we can't produce much outside of right. outside of that fellowship and he and what jesus is saying here is he's saying Return to me, your first love. You're doing a lot of great things, and that's awesome. But, but the mm. main reason why Jesus came, what, what, why did Jesus come? So that we could have eternal life. Yes. Mm. And the Bible says, what is eternal life? This is eternal life, that you know him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. This is eternal life, yeah. that you know him. Mm -hmm. I think that's so interesting because mm. it, it's so easy to be taught eternal life mm is going to heaven. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. but no, it's now. Eternal life is fellowship with the Father. Amen. Yeah. And when we have that huh. fellowship, what are we lacking? When we're connected yeah, with the vine, what are we lacking? Yeah, when true. we're connected with the God of abundance, so you, you were bringing this up, uh, I believe it was yesterday or mm -hmm. this morning, about the loaves and the fishes, yes, right? Yes, yes. Do you want to share on that? Yeah, the, well... The, Quick two things. This is Jesus literally doing what he promised in John 15 where he said, mm -hmm. if you, you're bringing a little bit of fruit, I'm going to prune you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he's doing right there with that church. Mm -hmm. They might have a little bit of fruit, but he's pruning and saying, you need to come back to your first love. He's the vine. Yeah. That's the source. Mm -hmm. They are doing out of a doing, but they're not in fellowship enough mm -hmm. that it's making that fruitful yeah. difference. Mm -hmm. So what Buddy's referring to here, we were, we were talking about... Um, John 15, and over and over, Jesus uses the word abide. If you abide in me and I abide in you, and over and over, it's that same word. Um, in in Mark, uh, Mark 8, let me just jump there real quick. Uh, this is 
the, the second time that Jesus multiplies or blesses the bread and the, mm -hmm. and the fish yeah. to feed a multitude of people. And um, I'll just read a little bit here. In those days when there was again a large crowd and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples and said to them, I feel compassion for the people because they have remained with me now three days and have had nothing to eat. If I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way, and some of them have come a, from a great distance. Okay, so first thing that, that the Lord just showed me was where it said, they've remained with me. The, the word there is actually um, a compound word that, is, that uses the same word as Jesus uses as abide. But this one has a proximity to it. So it's nearly abide. They're close to him. They've followed him around and listened to him. They've, they've stayed with him. And that the word abide, as Jesus uses it, that, that the definition of that word is to stay. To stay. Yeah. Now Jesus applies that word to these people who have stayed with him and followed him around for literally just three days. Yeah. Three days. And Jesus says... This is what abiding with me or near me is like. Mm -hmm. This is what it's like. You follow and listen and hear what I have to say. It changes your future because you're actually hearing the very word of God. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? So um, what happens later is that Jesus in this situation, because of his love and compassion... This is what his motivation is. He says it right up front. I, I have compassion for these people. Mm -hmm. So he loves them because they are there and abiding with him. Mm -hmm. That he multiplies and literally feeds them mm -hmm. everything they need that they don't have and can't get anywhere else. Yeah. They're in a desolate, desolate place. That's what he says. So in a desolate place with nothing but a little bit, Jesus multiplies and provides everything they need mm -hmm. because he loves them yeah. and they have abided with him. They have abode with him. Mm. They've stayed with him. Mm. So yeah. if you ever wonder, what does it look like to abide? That's it right there. You're staying, you're listening, mm. you're hearing from him. Yeah. And, and you're, not, you're not walking away to do your own thing. You're not mm. changing your mind you know, and saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. This, the abiding thing. So if you ever worry about what's the level that actually qualify as abiding, you ever think that? Like, yeah. am I abiding? Is this really abiding? What does it look like to abide? Yeah. These people following Jesus around, listening to him, they were abiding with him, yeah. literally in proximity of him. Yeah. And then um, he sits them all down and blesses them, mm -hmm. and they all walk away filled. Yeah. And the disciples are sitting back going, what just happened for the second time? And then later he has to remind them, do you not remember this and this yeah. where I did this already? Come on, guys. Yeah. So we sit and worry sometimes that, that God might not care enough or we might miss it or we're not good enough for God to love us enough for him to do something for us yeah. where we look at ourselves and think we don't have enough to make, to make it all work. Yeah. And God's looking at us like, hmm, no, you're missing it. I, I'm the one who gives you everything you need, mm -hmm. and I can multiply even what you have. Yeah, and you so. think about it. Out of all those 5,000 people that were there, were all of them spiritually mature? No. I can guarantee you because <laughs> Judas was there. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Judas was present. Yeah. And, and a huge Judas variety was... of people, yeah, mm -hmm. variety of people. And so it's not about your position, mm -hmm. it's about your focus. True. You know, it's not, am I at that level? Because you were like saying, am I, am I abiding? Yes. Well, well, it doesn't really matter what level you're on. What matters is, where is your focus? Right. Because, you know, what Jesus said, or what the Bible says in uh, Hebrews 12, 2? No, somewhere in the Bible. It says, fixing your eyes on Jesus, the yeah, pioneer author, and perfecter. Author and finisher of your yeah. faith. Amen. Author and finisher of your faith. Yeah. So if my eyes are on him, if I'm thinking on him, if I'm uh, dwelling on him, you know, even what uh, Paul says in Philippians 4, you know, whatever is good and noble and praiseworthy, mm -hmm. dwell on these things. Yes. And uh, we'll be, we'll, do we have time to go into contentment? Probably not. No, <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. Man, I, I had a feeling we weren't going to get into it today, but that's fine. But I'm dwelling on him. And you know what Paul says right after focus on these things? Now concerning giving and receiving. Hmm. So as we're focusing on him, it leads into now it leads into Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all your needs yes, according yes, to his riches yes. and glory. Why? Because my eyes and my focus are on him. All that I think about is on him. And, and as I, I'm meditating and dwelling and connected to him, my needs are met. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. just my needs, but then comes the overflow. Yes. Because that's who, he's a God of overflow. Mm -hmm. Jesus didn't just give them their full and then cut it off right there. Right. You know, like he, he easily didn't want to eat anymore. That, yeah. I mean, it, it says in the earlier one, it basically says they ate until they could eat no more. And then he went and cleaned up and picked up all the other pieces and ended up still with probably 20 times more in the baskets than, yeah. he, than they started with. And Jesus was the exact representation of the mm -hmm. Father. Which means that's the heart of the Father. The heart yeah. of the Father is not to just meet your needs, it's to go over and above your needs. Yeah. You know, that, Jesus did that so con frequently throughout his ministry, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he fed the 5,000 <laughs> leftovers, fed the 4,000 leftovers. Yeah. Peter, throw your net on the other side. Their nets were breaking. Yep. The other ship was much. both Peter's ship and, uh, and uh, Andrew's ship yeah. were. were Filling and overflowing. Yeah. Uh, rec hear this. I, I love this part because when Jesus died and was resurrected, mm -hmm. Peter says, I'm going fishing. Some of the other disciples, I'm going with them. Yep. They're fishing. They're not catching anything. Oh, this is a very similar situation. Yes. Some guy just shouts out, hey, mm. cast it on the other side. Some guy. They're like, yeah. okay. It worked last time someone told us to yes. do this. Might as well do it might again. Might as well. They threw her on the other side. It filled up. How did they, what, what was the evidence that this was Jesus? Abundance. Yes. Abundance manifests. It's the Lord. Yep. And then Peter just jumps in he the water. He jumped in the water. He's going how, into shore. How did they know that it was the Lord? Because there was, a, there was abundance that, yes. that came yes. whenever he showed up. Yes. Yeah. And that's who God is. He, full of love, full of compassion for his children, not withholding any good thing from those who walk abroadly. He's actually wanting to show himself strong in us whose hearts are towards him. How does, how does he know if our hearts are towards him? We abide. Mm -hmm. we're, we're in fellowship with him. We don't boast in anything we have, but we boast in just the right. reality Knowing that him. I have a father and I am in him. Amen. And when I am in him, all that he has is mine. Amen. What do I have to worry about? He'll meet all my needs according to his riches and glory. How many scriptures have we just quoted in the last, like, <laughs> two minutes? 
And yet, there's so many people who don't know if this is biblical or not. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's all over it. Sorry, I just got a little frustrated. For it, a is, it is the heart of God. I had a little flesh moment. Abundantly bless <laughs> his children. As much as we want to bless other people, God wants to bless each of us individually so much more than we can even imagine or think. Yeah. And if, if we'll let him, if we'll put faith in that word and believe that he can do it and wants to yeah. and, and is willing to, it can change our life, Amen. totally change our life Amen. For, for his will. It'll bring about what he wants in us mm -hmm. and then through us. Yeah. Ah. Can we just pray for a minute? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, right now, wherever you're watching from, I just want to encourage you, abide. Just close your eyes for a minute. Just close your eyes for a minute. Recognize the words of Jesus. If you are saved right now, Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm -hmm. He says, come to me, all who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. And so right now, Father, mm -hmm. we just abide in you. We thank you, Lord, that you never leave us nor forsake us. We thank you that you are for us, not against us. And Father, right now, I just pray for every single person within the sound of my voice. I mm -hmm. pray, Lord, that you will do a quick work in their lives. Mm -hmm. Father, thank you that you loved us so much that you gave. Father, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And God, thank you, Lord, that Jesus died for our sin. Mm -hmm. He died to make us righteous so that we don't have to walk around afraid of you, but we can come boldly before your throne. And if you're watching right now, I just want you to pray this prayer with me. Just repeat this after me. Say, Dear Jesus, today I make you the Lord of my life. I make you the Lord of my life. You call the shots. You call the shots. And I will obey. And I will obey. I believe, I believe that Jesus died for my sins. Jesus died for my sins. And on the third day, and on the third day, He rose again. He rose again. To give me life. To give me life. Eternal life. Eternal life. And eternal life, and eternal life means that I know you. Means that I know you. Today, Today I choose to abide in you. I choose to abide in you. I choose to abide in rest. I choose to abide in rest. And I choose to abide in love. I choose to abide in love. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Guys, if you prayed that prayer, please reach out to us. Let us know that you prayed it. But I, I want to encourage you as you go throughout this day, just abide. In him. Any time throughout this day that you just remember this message, just begin to lift your hands and if, as long okay. as you're not driving. Yeah, one hand. <laughs> lift your hands, close one eye, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but just abide in Him. Abide in Him. In His presence is fullness of joy. Abide in Him. Amen. You know, just start praying in the Spirit. Just start saying, thank you, Lord. If you don't know what else to say, just start saying, thank yes, you. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you Lord. You're so Lord. good. You're so faithful. Abide. That's how, see. That's fellowship. That's mm -hmm. how you abide in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the first thing I I think when I see my wife is, man, I like her. <laughs> and then I, but 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 I don't keep it in my head. You know? Oh, okay. You want to so have good marriage advice? Yeah. Anytime you think something nice about your significant other, don't leave it in your head. Good keep advice. Good advice. Now, translate that into your relationship with God. Anytime you think about, oh, God can hear my thoughts. Yeah, but just say it. The devil Amen. can't hear your thoughts. And when you speak it, the devil's like, oh, crap. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Not again. But speak it out. Just say, thank you, Father. Thank you that I'm not dead. Yeah. Thank yeah. you that I'm saved. There's so many things we can thank God for. If yeah. you run out of things to be thankful for, you're not thanking on God things. True. Sorry, that was a little <laughs> blunt. A couple days ago, I was driving, and I 
This is the second time grass is being brought up in this broadcast. I literally was driving. I'm like, I need. To, okay, I'm gonna thank God right now. Um, the first thing I thought of was, thank you for the grass. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the sky. I can hear, I can hear that. But Thank you for the grass and the sky. I like, like grass is good. Yeah, this grass is good. <laughs> like so literally, and even doing that puts you in a spiritual yeah. state. Yeah. Where sure. God's presence comes in yeah. when when you thank Him, and Ooh. then you start thinking of other things. Thank mm-hmm. you for this. Yeah. Thank you for this. 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 Yeah. Amen. I was gonna jump into contentment, and I can't. <laughs> I really want Tomorrow, to. Tomorrow. I'll, gi- I'll give you. I'll we'll give you. A, I'll give you a little teaser. Okay. If God abides in your contentment, or if God ab- inhabits your praise, who inhabits your criticism? Ooh. If God is inhabiting your praise, who inhabits your complaining? Thanks, buddy. Find out tomorrow yes, be on Lunch Plus. Guys, we <laughs> sow this broadcast into you. If the Lord is putting it in your spirit to sow today, uh, we have all the information right there on the screen. If, if, and again, this is rooted in abiding. What yes. is love? It's love. a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving at, at the, the leading, leading of, of God. Amen. Here's a verse we didn't actually share earlier. 1 Corinthians 13, 3. Mm-hmm. If I give all that I have to the poor, but I have mm-hmm. not love, I gain nothing. Yeah. There's no harvest if we're not giving in love. Right. And how do we know we're giving in love? We're obedient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's obedient. Jesus says, this is, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. So, so in your fellowship right now, if the Lord is putting it on your heart to give, you can go to givew.com. Pay, we got PayPal, uh, cryptocurrency, cash app, all that good stuff. And uh, you can give there. But uh, Marky, would you like to pray for those who are sowing today? Absolutely. Thank you, Lord, for every person that has heard this Mm -hmm. broadcast and every person that is sown into this Mm -hmm. broadcast. Mm -hmm. Lord, I ask that you give them a harvest that they can point to and say, this was God. God gave me the seed. I sowed the seed and God multiplied this seed because he loves me. He sees me Mm -hmm. and he sees my seed that I sowed. He does not abandon me or not see my seed sown. Lord, I ask for you to bless them so much this week. Show them how much you love them, even with money, even with material things. As they give money, bless them with money, not just spiritual things, but money. Thank you, Lord, for it. Thank you for every person that is Mm -hmm. sowing today. In Jesus' name. And let that gift be pressed down, shaken together, and let it run over and pour out into their laps. Yes, Father. In Jesus' name. Jesus. Amen. Amen. I just noticed anytime I forget to pray that part, Pastor usually prays it or really? better prays it. I've noticed that. So I figured <gasps> I've never maybe noticed I should, that. I figured maybe I should yeah. do that. Oh. Yeah. Really? I, I think that's an important thing. Yes. So. Oh, I've never noticed that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. We see you, Pastor. We're watching. <laughs> We're following. We're paying attention. Yep. All right, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We got another great broadcast for you tomorrow. You. Make sure you join us tomorrow at 1130. Mm-hmm. That's the right time. 1128. Yes. 1128. Yeah. Well, we'll go live 11. a couple minutes early. Yeah. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. want to, like, beat Johnny in the comments, come on at, like, 1127 and be mm-hmm. like, boom, I'm here. Or, like, 11. <gasps> oh, that's true. On YouTube. Yeah. On YouTube. You can Johnny's actually fast. join at 11. Johnny is fast. All right, Johnny just took that as a challenge probably. (laughs) Guys, thank you for joining us today. We will see you tomorrow for Lunch Plus at 11.30. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.